When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, folks, uh, welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Tonight is a special episode because I will be drafting as we go along in the podcast, so uh, probably get a couple of drafts going uh, in the interim. So uh, right now, a couple of minutes away from my first draft of the night, uh, right now uh, I am slotted in the fifth pick. So, you know, in this range, it could go a number of different ways depending on how uh, the initial couple of uh, uh, picks go down but realistically the way it's been slotting it's uh i'm either going to be in the uh, alvin kamara range michael thomas dalvin cook uh those would uh, typically be the picks i'd be looking at in this range here and then we we kind of play off from there but uh uh you know we've seen some goofy drafts already where folks take qbs as early as two uh you know again folks don't be drafted a qb with your second overall pick. I'm sorry. I don't care how much you like Lamar Jackson or, uh, or, or my man, Patrick Mahomes. It just doesn't make any sense. And you guys gotta be smarter than that and using your pick equity. So this is where it kind of plays into the whole mindset of how you're uh, getting yourself, uh, squared away, you know, and, uh, well, we got, we got, uh, Andy Barron's going ahead talking about the draft preview. You know, it's always good with Yahoo as they kind of talk about, uh, guys to select, uh, you know, he's talking about Kamara, Derek Henry, Michael Thomas, you know, all, yeah, like I don't have any disagreements with those picks. Uh, Henry, I'm a little bit more uh, shading down on, uh, you know, depending on the format, you know, if it's standard, yeah, I totally uh, support uh, full-heartedly taking Henry over Kamara or Thomas. But, you know, once you get the half-pointer PPR, you're really looking to uh, get that uh, touchdown equity uh, aspect uh, where Henry, where he shines through uh, uh, for a standard league. So, uh, again, depends on your format, but, uh, you know, things to kind of uh, bear in mind as you're uh, going through the draft process and figuring out, you know, what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, and then uh, kind of tailoring uh, your strategy to uh, what uh, what you actually have in the, uh, in the queue and what makes the most sense. Because, again, if your draft strategy doesn't line up with where your draft spot is, you know, it, it can be very silly. I mean, I'm... You know, you're not going zero running back aspect if you're overall number one. You're not passing up McCaffrey. You know, again, you have to kind of think about uh, what your approach is to fantasy based off of your draft positioning. And, yeah, sometimes when it's a randomized draft, you know, you'll run into those issues. Uh, But, uh, you know, when you do kind of proper draft prep, you can kind of start uh, game planning uh, uh, different aspects uh, that you want to attack on. So. You know, as we get uh, situated here, about a, a minute away from the draft, you know, I'm going to uh, look at this first round pick, start uh, analyzing and digesting how I'm going to attack this draft in particular. Because, you know, fifth pick, you know, you can go a, a number of different ways. Uh, but, uh, you know, realistically, uh, 
uh, you know, you kind of want to size up what uh, uh, what you're seeing as well. Uh, for this draft, I would uh, primarily focus my efforts on, uh, you know, get, getting, you know, best player available and, and starting to build out uh, a draft strategy uh, from there as to where I want to attack and where I'm getting good value. I'm not going to go crazy over, uh, you know, what the uh, specific aspect of uh, certain players are going to be. You know, that that's a easy trap to kind of fall, uh, fall into where, you know, it's like I got this great uh, positional player uh, when you already drafted a couple of dudes uh, in that exact same role. So, you know, again, uh, not to uh, go too crazy over uh, uh, how things are, are situated, but you got to you got to uh, use your brain too. it's like not go crazy. So, oh, uh, yeah. So uh, first pick, uh, you know, we got McCaffrey. Saquon two, you know, yeah, pretty rudimentary. Uh, Zeke three, uh, and uh, who do we got? Uh, Derrick Henry four. Well, okay, yeah, I I'm taking the Kamara at that point. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, interesting. Uh, uh, go going with the Derrick Henry route at four uh, when you uh, had a couple other options there, but uh, you know. It, it 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 certainly depends on what uh, they're kind of uh, seizing up and uh, what they're seeing from a a value standpoint. Uh, you know, I think someone uh, you know in those subsequent picks. So Clyde Edwards Hilaire got uh, the sixth pick, and Michael Thomas falling to seven. I mean, that's you know that's some good value uh, along with Dalvin Cook. Uh, but Cook, uh, you know, had been situated uh, in uh, in that back end of the first round anyway. But Michael Thomas dropping to seven. Uh, that that's that's getting uh, a pretty good value in, in the back end of your first round. So you know, uh, it may, now when you get to the night pick, you're going to start seeing a little bit more. Uh, you know how uh, tactics are going to be uh, starting to employ. So Devonte Adams uh, uh, goes next. Uh, Joe Mixon ten. Uh, you know, pretty standard fare. Nothing uh, nothing too crazy as of yet. Uh, so what I have been seeing is Julio falling late into the second round, um, which to me is crazy. But, uh, uh, you know, Tyreek uh, going uh, pick 11. So who's going to round out uh, the first round and uh, begin the second round? Let, let's see how this wheel gets handled. Because, you know, 12th position I love because I could start dictating uh, the pace of the draft from there. So we got a Chubb pick at twelve. thinking about it and Julio okay yep solid choice uh, you know again when you're taking, uh, you're going the classic running back wide receiver combo uh, to start off. So I uh, got no problem. Uh, okay, second round, uh, second pick, uh, Kittle. Uh, you know, don't have. I really don't have issues if you're going to take Kittle or Kelsey. Uh, to be honest, uh, you know, depending on the draft format, uh, you know, the tight ends certainly have value. If you're feeling a little skittish about some of the running backs, uh, certainly reasonable. 
to go that route if you want to balance out with a running back you trust and then go with the tight end. Um, you know, my preference would still be to take a wide receiver, so I probably will look more towards DeAndre Hopkins, but, you know, certainly reasonable um, aspect to kind of go at it uh, from that standpoint. All right, so we got uh, Kenyon Drake uh, with the third pick in the second round. Okay. Uh, you know, a uh, couple of dudes that I'd be looking at in particular, uh, you know, Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, all viable options that are coming up within the next, uh, I got about four picks until my turn. So uh, we'll see uh, We'll see uh, which guy falls to me or if it ends up being a situation where I actually take Kelsey. Uh, okay, so uh, Josh Jacobs uh, goes with uh, the fourth pick in the second round. Um, you know, DeAndre goes next. You know, again, we're, we're kind of following form. Uh, nothing too crazy going on uh, with the picks thus far, which, you know, hey, you, uh, you know, I, I like good competition. So, uh, so we got Godwin Le'Veon. Hmm, interesting. Uh, all right then. So I, I, I'm big on Eckler. I vote. Uh, I've always been big on Eckler. So I'm probably going to take him ahead of Miles Sanders. But again, that's uh, that's uh, just a personal preference uh, as well. Uh, you know, it can it can vary between um, certain folks. But I, I do like Eckler over Miles Sanders. So um, you know, that's just personal preference. Um, but uh, you know. I know, by and large, uh, in terms of a lot of rankings, uh, you know, and even with some of my projections, I've had uh, Miles Sanders ahead. I've also, uh, truth be told, I have drafted Miles Sanders quite a bit in other drafts. So that's also something to kind of bear in mind, folks, is that as depending on how many drafts you're going through, you may have to start uh, thinking about uh, parsing through, uh, you know, how much capital you've invested in certain players over others. So, I mean, I've had, like, Miles Sanders and Eckler are, like, neck and neck with each other in my overall rankings. So, again, it's one of those where it's like, I got them as 14 and 15 right next to each other. So, you know, at this point, it it makes it kind of sense to uh, start looking at um, uh, differentiating your teams a little bit more. So, Subsequent uh, picks. Oh, here we go. Mahomes picked them right after. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so pick nine. We got Mahomes. We got Kelsey at 10. But, man, I'm sorry. I can't support Mahomes getting picked in the second round. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry. I mean, I can't do it. All right, so we got Kelsey. You got Evans. Uh, uh, and then to round out the uh, second round, you got Miles Sanders. So Miles Sanders and McCaffrey. Uh, I got I got to commend excellent value.
Yeah, so uh, Aaron Jones, so uh, uh, overall number one, like really strong running back core uh, uh, filling uh, filling out uh, uh, with uh, Aaron Jones to go with Sanders and McCaffrey. So, uh, you know, de- definitely uh, uh, definitely some value there. You got uh, you got uh, uh, James Conner going next. Uh, Lamar Jackson, third round pick. Adam Thielen, you know, hey. I'm liking this because I'm get I'm getting that uh I'm getting that I'm getting some good value on my on my blazer so I got Kenny Galladay go, coming coming right next to me I, I mean I'm happy with uh, uh getting uh uh getting the, my value in already so I got Kamara I got Eckler and then I ran out with a nice uh, wide receiver one in Kenny Galladay I'm liking my draft so far so I'm feeling good. All right, so who do we got next? So after I took Galladay, we got uh, Zach Ertz being picked a bit too early. A bit too early for Ertz. Uh, you know, after the first two tight ends, I want to cool off on tight end because there's not that much separation from the other tight ends uh, beyond uh, Kelsey uh, and Kittle. Uh, you know, Ertz, it's very hit or miss in terms of the Eagles offense. They like to – Doug Peterson likes spreading that ball around. Uh you know, that's the reason why it's so hard to kind of gauge how uh, running back goes. But, you know, Miles Sanders is that pass catching back that Peterson really hasn't had. So I, I think uh, uh, Sanders is a lot safer option. And because Sanders is going to take up much more of a feature role in the Eagles offense, that's why I'm a bit more down on Ertz this year than most. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, that's uh, that's just my preference uh, uh, overall. But uh, I've got Ertz. Uh, as more of a uh, fourth round uh, selection. But, you know, as we kind of go along, I'm going to be starting looking at uh, how far David Johnson possibly falls. We got a Chris Carson sighting already. Um, uh, So, uh, you know, we could see different parts of uh, drafts going. So uh, Chris Carson, uh, Odell, Man, Odell's got some issues <laughs> that I got reported on, but I'm not getting into it. Uh, you can see that on Twitter. Um, Allen Robinson, nice pick. Um, uh, DJ Moore, uh, Melvin Gordon. I mean... You know, it, it, it's it's one of those where I actually like Melvin Gordon in the Broncos offense where he's going to have zone blocking in effect and uh, opening up chunks of yardage without him getting hit at the line of scrimmage like he was with the Chargers. I, I think the change of scenery uh, definitely helps. I, I really was hoping he was going to drop a little bit further, um, but, uh, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things. And again, see, here's the thing. And this is what I'm getting interested by. We're seeing some reaches on other picks. So third round, wrap it out. We, we got Raheem Mostert, not feeling it. Juju, definitely love Juju. Uh, Juju, uh, Juju uh, start off the fourth round. You know. 
All right, so back to back, uh, Juju goes. Uh, my backup plan uh, to uh, differentiate was to get uh, David Johnson. Uh, and, uh, you know, as we go along, uh, you know, uh, you just kind of uh, go through. So Juju, uh, Jonathan Taylor goes uh, next. Uh, we got David Johnson, uh, Juju, uh, uh, like uh, taking uh, took away Juju, took away David Johnson. And then we got Mark Ingram being drafted, uh, you know, followed by Dak Prescott. I love Dak. I'm not taking Dak in the fourth round, but I love Dak. If you were taking Dak in the fifth round, I got no issues that. Fourth is a little bit early, but, you know, again, when you're trying to, you know, you're trying to assess, like, how some folks are lining up, if Dak can be QB number one, you've already validated his value. But, like, when you draft Dak in the fourth round, you need Dak, Dak to end up being um, you need Dak to end up being QB number one overall. That's the only issue uh, with uh, how things were set up. Uh, you know, it, it does uh, it does make a difference here as to um, how uh, uh, we're we're gonna go uh, go about things. So here's where I'm kind of leaning towards. I'm gonna take Robert Woods here. I'm not, uh, and the thing of it is, is that uh, Robert Woods, uh, pretty. Uh, uh, pretty uh, much uh, it checks a couple of boxes for me in terms of uh, variation as to uh, consistent uh, wide receiver, d- a decent floor. I'm not going to go crazy over uh, some of the valuations uh, because I'm thinking I could probably get uh, Calvin Ridley on the back end or a Terry McLaurin um, because I'm going to start. Uh, I need just decent value with guys with floors. Kelly Galladay, I don't worry about his uh, his uh, floor. He's going to get volume, but with the Rams' offense and McVay, uh, yeah, they're going to do. They're still going to do a lot of play action. Woods uh, should still be able to get a, a decent amount of volume, uh, you know. And yeah, some of his volume was boosted by having Cooper Cup injured. But between Cup and Woods. Uh, and no Brandon Cooks. Uh, Jared Goff is going to be highly dependent on getting uh, more valuation uh, with uh, uh, some of those uh, uh, picks. So, again, I have no issues with uh, some of these players. It's just uh, a case where you're you're going to see a lot going on in terms of uh, some, uh, some of these uh, guys. I'm not a big DJ Moore fan. Um, you know, DJ Moore is going to be uh available uh in in certain aspects but I, I i just can't necessarily get there uh just yet uh aj brown uh you know i could consider aj brown too uh you know aj brown is one of those guys where it's a very high ceiling in terms of uh what he can do okay calvin ridley uh lockett and ridley ooh man First pick is is rolling here. I'm loving this draft. Oh man, Jack, you make me feel good. And Keenan Allen. Okay, I lo- I lo- I'm loving some of these picks. I'm really loving. Some- I'm having a fun time. Like, the- all right. So we got. Uh, we got AJ Brown who fell back to me. 
Uh, uh, Cooper Cup, I, I, I can't draft Cup and Woods together. Got Terry McLaurin. You know, okay, I can roll the dice now with A.J. Brown because the ceiling is enough to ju- justify uh, what he can do. Um, it's going to be interesting, though, because I I think Brown is one of those cases where it can be a bust, but, man, he does have the ceiling that can actually get it done. You know, a lot really liking some of these picks. Oh, God, I'm lo- I'm quite, oh, I'm loving the value. Excellent value picks being made. I got to love it. So after I took A.J. Brown, you got Terry McLaurin. Uh, not as much love for the Jared Cook pick, but, uh, you know, I follow what's going on. Uh, hmm. Definitely loving uh, uh, what I'm seeing here. Lots of strategy being employed here. We're gonna we're gonna start seeing some differentiation coming because sooner or later somebody is going to be drafting Leonard Fournette. Uh, now we're getting into that valuation stage where I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking uh, for someone to start grabbing uh, Fournette. Uh, you got Cooper Cup uh, selected. You got uh, uh, Kareem Hunt grabbed. We got a we got a letter for net coming up soon. Uh, uh, you know, uh, some people are going to be looking at uh, uh, some people are going to be looking at Cortland Sutton. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really liking. Uh, so we got Mark Andrews. You know, uh, again, I'm not as huge on tight end this year. I I think you get some value on the back end with guys like Gasicki. Uh, but hey, it, it it's you know, this is just merely projections as the draft goes along. Ah, see, way too early. Tyler Higby getting drafted at tight end. Like, when you start drafting uh, because you're looking at a particular position, like, that's how those picks happen. I don't like that Tyler Higby pick at all. But, hey, it's good for me because I get more value uh, coming my way. And if if Higby's going that early, I know someone's going to be grabbing Darren Darren Waller, in the next round as well, thinking that there's there's a tight end run coming. So again, uh, we'll see how uh, uh, some of this plays out. But uh, I, I, you know, you're curious to see how some of these uh, uh, draft strategies uh, play out because my whole thing is I'm looking at this from the standpoint of uh, we're we're gonna see uh, some variation coming up. So all right, so to start off the sixth round, we got. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Oh, we got a DeAndre uh, Swift signing already to start off. Okay, we're getting we're getting some uh, uh, we're we're, we're getting we're getting a little bit uh, into that uh, 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 situation. Uh. <laughs> uh, so someone making a Will Fuller joke.
Yeah, so Swift, Gallup. All right, so this is getting uh, in that little interesting uh, phase where I'm I'm looking at this and I'm saying to myself, I can see myself, uh, if Fournette uh, falls, I'm going to have to take him. Uh, it, it, even with uh, the uncertainty of Tampa Bay, I I got to... I got to look at that potential uh, equity value because, you know, I'm not a Ronald Jones truther, never have been, pretty much never will be. I I don't think that job's very hard to take. Uh, You know, again, it's, uh, there there are various options you can go with uh, in the interim, but, uh, you know, all right, so we got Jordan Howard selected. We got Evan Ingram. So we got two more picks uh, for uh, the circles back. Uh, so we got Waller. We got Fournette. Kyle Murray's an option. Uh, you know, David got Montgomery from the Bears. Uh, you know, uh, definitely not a selection. So we got uh, David Moore and T.Y. See, I can't go wide receiver. So I got my options of I can go Waller. I can go Fournette. Um I'm I'm legit thinking that uh, we, we could actually uh, sw- uh, switch over and uh, and grab uh, Waller at this point, um, just to kind of slide up tight end. But uh, I want to see if someone's going to take uh, Fournette because I already have uh, I already have Fournette share. So uh, you know, in most cases, I probably would have taken Fournette. The problem is, is that I've already gotten <laughs> enough Fournette shares that. Uh, I actually do need to start differentiating uh, my draft a little bit more. It, it, it's a little bit, it's actually a little bit more uh, uh, one of those situations where in a different circumstance, I probably would have taken Fournette outright. But again, this is where you start thinking about uh, variance as to how you want to attack your draft because I can look at uh, uh, a couple of uh, different uh, places where I got Fournette, uh, Kyler, and Murray might be an option at QB. I don't want to necessarily go there just yet, but I'm definitely looking at David Montgomery. I'm looking at Fournette uh, to start getting some more running backs uh, into the fold. It's just that I saw Waller there, and, you know, it's a good value uh, at uh, the position for Waller, so I'm I'm more than willing to uh, 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 pay the price there. Uh, you know, I'm starting to look at uh, uh, cu- a couple other. Uh, you know, because we could start getting to. We got uh, Stefan Diggs uh, that just went, um, and uh, we're gonna round out. So we got J.K. Dobbins, uh, uh, Devontae Parker, Diggs, uh, Kyler wraps up. Uh, uh, the sixth round. So let's see. Let's see how the uh, round seven starts off because uh, we're starting to see some uh, uh, variance here uh, w- uh, between uh, different teams. Uh, about half the te- uh, teams have drafted QB by now. Uh, I like usually waiting behind. Um, so at this point, I can I can start waiting uh, this out and and start getting a few more position players in the door uh, that uh, I'm feeling comfortable with. So, oh, Hollywood Brown. There we go. (laughs) 
love and how I love Hollywood Brown. All right, so we're 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 getting we're getting to that stage where I'm gonna uh, if Fournette falls to me with these next couple of picks, we're 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 definitely gonna have to start thinking uh, thinking long and hard about uh, going Leonard Fournette here, and I'm okay with that. Oh, David Montgomery goes with the second pick. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see how it shapes up because uh, you know uh, we we got we got some running backs here to start uh, considering uh, as a whole. So uh, uh, Jarvis Landry goes uh, with the third pick in the second round. Will Fuller. Well, there we go. <laughs> like there's no in between. <laughs> there is no in between between uh, uh, Leonard Fournette. It's either a boom pick or a bust pick. Uh, you know, Fournette. I could easily see Fournette going into the doghouse <laughs> for Bruce Arians, or actually uh, being one of those fantasy playoff uh, running backs. There is no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. Hmm. Uh. Uh, that uh, uh, Fournette is one of the riskiest picks in the draft this year. But the equity is there. Once you get past the first couple of rounds, if Fournette's still there, you gotta you gotta roll the dice there. Because uh, there, uh, once you get past the first uh, 20 picks, there are so few opportunities for seeing a guy that ends up being uh, RB1 value. Fournette's one of those guys, like I said. I don't have any faith in Ronald Jones actually doing anything of note to hold down uh, the starting running back job in Tampa. So I think as long as Murray uh, gets his act together and starts, uh, uh, you know, like taking it seriously. And because it's a one year deal and most of the league has a, has a uh, kind of washed their hands of him. I got to think that, like, no one claimed it on waivers. Like, this is, Leonard Fournette's a, it's essentially playing for his career. So, I kind of like a, a, a going that route with Fournette. So, again, waited it out long enough. It, it's just one of those uh, areas where now you can start contemplating um, uh, making those uh, selections. But, uh, it, you know, it's, uh, we're actually seeing some uh, QBs going in the back end of the round. So, uh, you know, to follow up uh, the Fournette pick, you got Josh Allen, Latavius Murray, Julian Edelman, uh, Marvin Jones, Tyler Boyd, and then a quarterback run came with uh, Matt Ryan and Drew Brees. I'm loving it because, again, if you see all the teams starting draft QBs, there's only about three teams left that haven't drafted a QB yet, and I'm still seeing a bunch of uh, guys that I would still rather take at QB uh, 
uh, you know, even if you don't like Brady, uh, I still think uh, Brady's a, a good player. Carson Wentz, uh, Stafford is viable. Uh, Big Ben's viable. Daniel Jones, as much as Daniel Jones sucks as a real-life QB, uh, J- uh, Jones should be fine for fantasy purposes, mainly from the standpoint of, hey, Giants are god-awful defensively. There are going to be plenty of situations where he's just going to have to throw his way uh, into a game. So, again, Daniel Jones, real-life QB, not so great. Fantasy-wise, yeah, I can roll with that. So, you know, again, it, it just depends on uh, your frame of reference of how you want to go about building out your roster, but uh, it's uh, it's perfectly fine um, how you want to... Uh, How you want to uh, uh, go about things. So, Devin Singletary goes to start off the round, followed by AJ Green, Zach Moss. Got Philip Lindsay. So, that would have been a nice uh, pick to stash there. Uh, not, uh, not terribly, uh, too heartbroken though, uh, cause uh, I still got James White, uh, uh, in a, uh, uh, well, you got receptions in this league. So, uh, not too worried about that. You know, now it's just about building out a decent value in your roster and maintaining some of the flexibility. Ah, James White just, uh, left the board. So you got two more picks. All right. So it's time to start thinking about, uh, various uh receivers uh as we go along so uh, a couple of guys i'm going to be looking uh, keeping uh, an eye out for right now uh you know brandon cooks deontay johnson uh both uh viable now you can go off the board and take antonio gibson uh you know it'd be a little bit early to uh take him Ooh, cd uh, cd lamb uh just went uh you know again uh uh like Lamb, uh, depending on uh, how certain roster configurations go, uh, you know, that can uh, vary a bit. So uh, so as it stands, I'm kind of looking at it and uh, seeing uh, that I may want to, I'm looking at it, I'm like, I may want to take uh, Antonio Gibson here. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's a CD Lamb. Brita was taken right in front of me. So, yeah, as you start getting down there, you're starting to get a little bit more scraps in terms of the running back aspect. Gibson might uh, end up emerging from that pack in Washington um, uh, with uh, the release of Adrian Peterson. So, uh, again, you're kind of kicking the tires here. He's not uh, your primary uh, you're, you're looking at some of the backups, but you're starting to look for values of guys who can emerge as the starting running back and kind of, uh, go from there. So now I'm going to be starting to look at, uh, uh, 
uh, guys who can break out. I'm not necessarily looking at, um, yeah, uh, the the op uh, the projections are telling me look at Brandon Cooks. I'm looking more towards a Deontay uh, Johnson, uh, to be perfectly frank, at, at my next uh, wide receiver get. Um, uh, probably, uh, uh, yeah, probably Deontay Johnson or uh, Christian Kirk, uh, uh, most likely here. Ooh, Gesicki already got drafted. All right. You know, again, it's a little, it was a little bit earlier than what I was expecting Gesicki to go at, but, you know, different drafts go differently. Uh, so, uh, I've seen Gesicki like hang around, hang around, hang around into the late 120, 130 range. Um, but this is kind of drafting Gesicki where he probably should be at just, uh, before you hit, uh, the 100 pick of the draft. So, um, Interesting. Uh, okay, a couple of giants going. So uh, b- uh, between Gasicki, uh, he got sandwiched in between Darius Slayton, and now Sterling Shepard have has gone. So got a couple more picks. Um, I would still take uh, Deontay Johnson ahead of the Giants wide receivers. Uh, so I'm hoping Deontay uh, uh, stays there. Okay, Noah Fant. Uh, you know, people people have been trumpeting the Noah Fant train. Uh, I am not one of those people, but I I get the hype. I, I get the hype. He should have been used more in Iowa. He wasn't. That's why he fell in the draft. Uh, didn't really get used all that much in Denver uh, uh, to start out with. So I did kind of get burned from a best ball standpoint. Maybe that's me uh, feeling a little burnt. But, uh, you know, I, I'm i going to have some shares of Noah Fant eventually uh, because I'm going to have enough drafts uh, uh, to get there. But uh, uh, not quite there where the values have him ranked. Uh, so, um, you know, again, that's where, uh, some, some of these, uh, options, uh, just kind of depend on, uh, where, uh, uh things are kind of gravitating towards. So I'm taking Deontay Johnson here. Uh, I could have taken Carson Wentz, but I'm not looking to grab a QB just yet. I'm going to wait it at least, uh, another pick or two and then, uh, start selling on my uh, QB from there. All right, so uh, looking at uh, uh, some of these other picks after I took Deontay, Hayden Hurst went. Uh, all right, so Anthony Miller, Cooks, yep, Cooks uh, went after that. Gronk, Debo Samuel, Christian Kirk. Uh, what do we got? Tariq Cohen. Uh, yep, Emmanuel Sanders, nice pick. Oh, auto pick strikes. Someone, uh, auto picker, uh, grabbed the defense. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Shame for auto pick. Oh, man, I hate when they auto pick it. Because, again, you should never grab a defense, bef- uh, you know, even if it's the 2001 Ravens defense or how the Pats defense worked out this year. Like, defense should be, like, maybe the earliest three or four rounds before your draft ends. That's about it. Uh, you can't be taking a defense earlier than that. There's just too much value in, uh, yeah, even if you hit double digits uh, for rounds. I'm sorry. I can't, I still can't justify ever taking a defense that early. And it's usually because it's an auto pick. It's just a bad setup. All right. Chase Edmonds goes uh, after the auto pick. Pittsburgh defense, and that wasn't an auto pick there. That was a deliberate. 
I like the Steelers defense, but not that much. But it, it's I I can't I can't get there. I just cannot get there. So who do I got left? Uh, you know, we we're looking at uh, we're looking at a couple of players here. Um, but uh, you know, we got a Tevin. We can go Tevin Coleman, uh, which I kind of like. Uh, I I definitely think with the Niners offense, uh, you know. There's a lot of variance that can happen, and I still got plenty of QBs that I would like as well. So I'm probably going to end up taking Tevin Coleman, uh, to be perfectly honest. I mean, that's the way I'm. I'm kind of. I'm kind of leaning towards. Uh, so we got uh, Golden Tate, Baltimore defense, defense run going on right now, guys. Oh man, I'm. I'm enjoying this. I mean, there's so much talent still left out there that I, I'm... Oh, Carson Wentz just gets get grabbed. Okay, this makes it a very simple decision for me. Uh, yeah, so I'm taking Tevin Coleman because I know I can get Brady or Stafford later in the draft and not lose much. So I'm taking Tevin Coleman. Jerry Judy goes, yep, uh, solid value there, got no, I mean, I, like I said, we had the little defense run there, and that leaves me a lot of my pick of the litter for QBs that I can, I can now drop into, um, in terms of guys that I would have zero issue grabbing. Um, yeah, Stafford, you got Tom Terrific, you know, I feel very, very good about where, um, uh, some of these picks would go. So I could easily stack my QBs and take, uh, Stafford without even thinking about it. Um, oh, Boston Scott got grabbed too. Oh man. Uh, the first picks haven't having a field day with the running backs. Woo! Yeah, if you want someone, uh, you got the handcuff, uh, Miles Sanders. Yeah! <laughs> All right, I I I I I could see I could see uh, uh, the first pick's gonna be a problem uh, to deal with uh, just because of the value that uh, they were able to obtain. So uh, very much uh, in line with uh, uh, value that they were gonna be able to uh, obtain. Carry uh, on Johnson goes. Uh, uh, Reichel Armstead was uh, before that to begin the round. So two picks. Um, hey, 
I got Brady. I got Brady. I kind of penciled in. Um, you know. I could go a couple of different ways. I could definitely go a couple of different ways here. Uh, Sammy Watkins got drafted. And, yeah, I, I'm kind of liking... Yeah, I'm kind of liking taking Brady here. If Brady... Here's the thing with Brady. You know he's going to have uh, a lot of options to kind of target. I, you know, I... and. He's going to be high on the completions aspect. So between Brady and Stafford, like the issue, the only issue with Stafford is, you know, he's coming off a back injury. You know, again, that that's the only real knock I'm, I'm going to have against Stafford uh, uh, coming into this year. Because usually when you can get Stafford in those like, uh, 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 like 125 to 130 range, you got no issues, realistically. Yep, Stafford grabs. Um, yeah, I knew it was either going to be Brady or Stafford um, if I didn't take him now. And here's the thing. I may still end up being uh, being one to grab uh, uh, Daniel Jones or uh, uh, Dan- uh, Daniel Jones or Aaron Rodgers after that. Like, I, I have no issues with uh, taking... Uh, you know, the talent, uh, the solid floor QB, and then taking the scrambler. So I'm probably going to be taking Joe Burrow, uh, Aaron Rodgers, or Daniel Jones. And I got no problems with uh, going that route either. So um, we're, we're going to see because uh, we got Alexander Madison hanging around there still. Uh, I, I, can, I can go a couple of different ways. And not not even remotely be worried. So I'm um, uh, so I I see myself taking another running back and then a QB uh, start rounding rounding out the rest of the roster. Uh, but I'm feeling very good about the draft as a whole. So uh, you know we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see uh, very quickly how uh, uh, this uh, this pans out. So uh, you know could be could be interesting. Uh, uh, moving forward, uh, as some oh, there we go. Uh, so we got Roethlisberger defense, Daniel Jones pick. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Up, oh, Cam Newton went. So we're we're starting to see teams uh, get that second QB already. So I may have to grab a, a QB now. We got four picks. So between Rogers, uh, Rogers and Burrow, I may need to. Uh, Rogers and Burrow, I may need to like start uh start uh making my assessments as to uh next pick. Uh Hawkinson uh goes at tight end. Uh but I still got Austin Hooper hanging around. So, you know, again, it, this is where, you know, depending on uh again, there's a lot of value at tight end, so I could always wait it out on the back end uh before I, I splash on tight end. Um but uh I'm gonna grab uh you know, either Madison or uh, my QB here, depending, because I also got Baker as a possibility. I got Rodgers. You know, we're 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 gonna we're gonna see how uh, uh, 
uh, this shapes up because uh, I may end up uh, I may end up uh, uh, taking uh, uh, so uh, you know depending on how how things shape up uh, like I definitely see uh, somebody so Hawkinson Jared Goff goes Lazard goes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I could see myself taking Madison right now. Um, I know people are kind of high on Preston Williams, but I'm looking at getting, uh, more running back, uh, value, and then I'll start, uh, making, uh, making some of my plays. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to take a Madison. All right, so New England defense goes, which I'm perfectly fine with. I'm curious to see how uh, some of these picks go on the swing. Sony Michelle. Chicago defense. Yeah, lots of defense are getting drafted. Ooh, love that pick. Burrow. All right, so I'm looking at this, and I can go Mike Williams, but if Mike Williams is always injured, but it's such good value though that I feel as though, as much as I I can I can probably stretch it with Aaron Rodgers one more round might burn me, uh, but I always could take Gardner Minshew after the fact. 
We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. So, uh, yeah, the, now we start to see, yeah, the tight end run. So Austin Hooper goes, Duke Johnson, Chris Herndon, Johnny Smith, Greg Olson. Yeah, so now the tight ends are starting to go. Um, so not as much value on the tight end front left. Um, so now you're looking at uh, the Jack Doyles of the world, the Ebron. Um, I mean, not, not the end of the world. Uh, but yeah, now, now you're starting to scrounge a, a little bit more, but, uh, it, it's, uh, it's not, uh, it's certainly not, uh, you know, where you're going to start seeing tremendous value. So it's, uh, kind of go from there. All right, so uh, uh, I was uh, chatting and uh, talking some trash in the other draft, um, but, uh, you know, 
with uh, getting scooped at the last uh, couple of picks uh, for Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to be looking at Baker Mayfield um, in terms of uh, my next QB. Uh, you know, but I might actually take AJ Dillon here. Actually, now I'm looking at it. It's like AJ Dillon is still there. Um, you know, only got one tight end, which I'm not worried about. Um, but I'm actually going to round out and probably take uh, either uh, Baker or Gardner Minshew uh, from there. Uh, but not not worried. Not uh, not necessarily worried in terms of uh, uh, some some of these draft results. Uh, got a couple of teams that are probably going to take a second QB. Not necessarily worried about uh, it being Gardner Minshew. Um, you know, again, some of these teams took uh, uh, multiple tight ends. So you know, again, the draft kind of played out. Uh... <laughs> but uh, you know, in terms of like overall draft. Uh, out, uh, you know, this kind of played out where you still had some uh, picks reached on, um, but I was able to get tremendous value across the board, um, you know, with the skill position. So very happy uh, with the wide receiver core because you got Galladay Woods, uh, A.J. Brown. Uh, then you kind of get Deontay Washington, Mike Williams. So you got uh, you got value uh, uh, with uh, wide receivers that should be. Uh, consistently able to produce, uh, you know, not necessarily any overlapping bye weeks, uh, lots of running backs to kind of plug and play with. So not not worried on that front, uh, you know, because again, uh, with COVID, I'm, I'm very curious to see how uh, the running back position plays out. Because like between offensive line and running back, you know, I see those as the most likely positions to have issues. And if you got offensive line issues, you're going to have running back issues, uh, in my opinion, more uh, than anything else. So, uh, I'm, you know, again, this is uh, uncharted territory that we're dealing with here. Um, but, uh, you know, as we kind of go along, um, you know, it's uh, it's interesting to see how uh, some of these uh, aspects will play out as a whole. Um, because, uh, you know, you could... Uh, you could find yourself in uh, a little bit of a delicate balance uh, overall in terms of uh, where uh, things are going. Um, but, uh, you know. First pick! That's huge. Congratulations. Uh, you don't need a... Hey, yeah. So, uh, other draft first pick. So, that one's pretty straightforward. It's going to be McCaffrey. Um, not much else to really talk about here. Yeah, you could do Saquon, but again, it should be McCaffrey. Like, trying to be cute with uh, your draft picks there, not the smart way of going about it, in my opinion. You know, you're you're more reaching than anything else if you uh, try to play around with uh, things like that.
So uh, rounding out the other draft, uh, you know, we're we're, we're going to be starting up uh, with the other draft shortly. But again, you know, a lot of this has to kind of go uh, based off of where you're looking at, um, what you're looking to do with uh, uh, your format and like kind of how you're positioning it. So with McCaffrey, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of I got to get value wherever I can being the first pick. So I'm hoping for some folks to reach early in the draft with uh, picks that don't make a ton of sense. Um, to me, that's the best way I can uh, start differentiating myself uh, from the pack and, and working my way up from there. Uh, but, uh, you know. So, second pick, Saquon, Zeke, Derrick Henry at four. Again, with the Derrick Henry picks, I'm really getting thrown off by it. Kamara, five. Belair, six. Dalvin Cook, seven. Michael Tuck. Wow, we're having, I feel like I'm repeating the same draft to the start as before. This is deja vu again to a T. Uh uh, Devontae Adams, uh, ninth. Um, wow. Uh, you know, this is, uh, this is a, a, a kind of, uh, uh, almost played out again. Uh, uh, outside of Michael Thomas going, uh, even further behind this time. Um, wow. That like threw me off. Threw, definitely threw me off. Uh, Michael Thomas going eighth, uh, 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 we got Devontae Adams ninth. Uh, I mean, Devontae Adams ninth.
So after Devontae Adams, uh, we got Nick Chubb, Tyreek, Mixon, uh, yeah, Julio to round out the first round, Mixon to start, like that combo. Uh, second round, second pick, Kenyon Drake. Uh, okay. Definitely seeing, uh, 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 you know, uh, some familiar names. Not, not, not too surprising yet. We haven't had a QB selection yet, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm bracing myself uh, to have that kind of luck. As with the first pick, uh, you know, you're you're looking for something that doesn't stand, uh, that doesn't quite jive, uh, you know, in terms of. Uh, uh, Kenyon Drake, uh, yeah, so after that Kenyon Drake pick, got, yeah, they, 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 they made sure to make sure Miles Sanders didn't fall to me, um, Kittle, uh, Josh Jacobs, Kelsey, oh, now we got Mahomes pick, all right, so I'm, I'm already starting to see, uh, I'm already starting to see uh, some value falling. Okay, now that got killed because uh, uh, got Eckler selected, Aaron Jones selected. Okay, fine. And it's like I did not get the same. Like I did not get the breaks uh, uh, that happened in the other league. All right, so Aaron Jones, DeAndre. All right, so I'm probably going to lean more towards Connor. And I'd probably go, go grab a Godwin at this point. I already have a, uh, some Galladay shares. I love Godwin. I'm not as big on doing a Chris Carson selection. I get where the valuations are telling you. Um, But um
All right. So after I took uh, Galladay, uh, I mean, uh, 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 Connor and Godwin, we had Thielen. So basically, I got a, uh, my solid floor running back with uh, uh, playing Connor and, uh, and McCaffrey together. Um, Godwin, uh, you know, shares the same bias McCaffrey, but it's week 13, way deep into the future. Uh, but I like Godwin as a wide receiver one. After that, uh, we got Galladay, uh, uh, Thielen, Galladay, a Lamar Jackson pick, then Chris Carson. Again, I'm not big on Chris Carson from a valuation standpoint. I'd rather take a Connor who's in a contract year than a Chris Carson. Uh, just a... Just my take on the situation, uh, more than anything else, uh, just uh, in terms of how I feel about certain players, uh, I I definitely feel as though I can get uh, other value later on, and you know, hopefully I can get a, a Gurley slipping further uh, to me, David Johnson. Uh, but I, you know, feeling as though I get, we got Melvin Gordon already snagged, uh, Mike Evans drafted, uh, you know. You know, we'll see because uh, if I could stack the Steelers, uh, uh, you know, looking at again, it, it, it's 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 too far out. I, I gotta think Juju isn't gonna fall that far, but you know, these are the things you start thinking about um, where you start uh, stacking, uh, thinking about stacking a particular team um, and seeing valuation. Oh, Gurley already grabbed. So, uh, you know, this is where I would start thinking about um, seeing which two running backs fall to me uh, that I think are of decent value and stacking them together and just rounding out, um, you know, hopefully I can get another uh, potential RB1 uh, uh, situation and and work my way from there. But uh, that's the thought process uh, going into this. Oh, Jonathan Taylor also grabbed the... Already with uh, 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 in third round, uh, so getting near towards the end of the fourth round. I'm curious to see now we got Juju going, all right, Mark Ingram going, okay. Now I'm starting to see um, where I want to uh, where I kind of want to position this draft. So I'm going to be lining this up more towards uh, a possible situation where I'm going to be ending up on. Maybe a Cam Akers, uh, David Johnson pairing uh, together. Um, we're we're gonna see we're gonna see how uh, that lines up. Um, DJ Moore taking the round out the third round. Uh, Raheem Moster. Uh, now you got an AJ Brown. Um, you know, again uh, to begin the fourth round. Uh, I mean, I took AJ Brown. Uh, uh, as uh, as we kind of go back to it, uh, AJ Brown was uh, uh, my fifth round pick. So yeah, so fifty third uh, pick. Uh, so AJ Brown going a little bit earlier uh, and ahead of Odell, which I'm not as big a fan of. But uh, you know, again, yeah. You know, various folks are going to have uh, their valuation set up differently. So it all depends on 
how uh, skewed uh, certain folks are kind of wanting to go with uh, certain positions. But, uh, you know, it, again, it, it's 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 going to be a give and take uh, process. But uh, I'm I'm looking at it from the standpoint of, OK, who are the best running backs I could start pairing? You know, maybe I do a Le'Veon David Johnson pairing. Um, it'd be an injury prone pairing, but with McCaffrey, I can go with uh, two uh, boomer bust picks and still not be as concerned. Um, because I, you know, I got a, a Connor for upside. Oh, looks like Le'Veon just got grabbed. Uh, so I got six more picks. I'm going to wait this out a little bit further and see uh, who we got uh, available. But uh, Amari Cooper is uh, kind of falling. Um, we're going to see. If I can get Amari Cooper with Godwin. Um, well, let's, let's, see, let's see how it actually pans out. Because, uh, you know, I could find myself uh, with uh, uh, Robert Woods uh, falling to the back end of the round. Um. Oh, David Johnson grabbed now too. So, uh, we're see we're seeing we're seeing some folks uh, being grabbed here. Uh, Terry McLaurin grabbed. All right. We're 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 seeing we're seeing some valuation. Uh, seeing some separation. All right. Interesting. Uh, interesting dynamics. How it's playing out. I'm seeing more of a play on the wide receiver side of things in terms of valuation of what I can do. Um, curious, uh, curious to see, um, because I may end up uh, Terry McLaurin, Cam Akers also grabbed, and David McGon. Oh, people are reaching for running backs. Oh, this is opening up. All right. Oh, now, uh, Amari got grab on auto draft. Okay. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're probably going to go with Calvin Ridley and I'm going to like start doing some mental math in my head of whether I want to roll with Woods, uh, DJ Shark or Tyler Lockett. But, uh, this is definitely uh wide receiver friendly, uh, the way I'm kind of going to balance this out. Um, yeah, so. Ridley, Woods, DJ Shark. I already got uh, Woods in here, so I'm probably going to roll with DJ Shark, but uh, it's one of those where I I don't have uh, I don't have uh, any worries about ta- uh, taking any of those guys. So to be honest, I, I I'm you know you get you get, I have enough. I have enough confidence with the value at running back in other spots later on in the draft uh, that I can start grabbing uh, some of these dudes uh, uh, in, uh, uh, in short order uh, on the back end. So uh, we'll get, we're gonna keep uh, we're gonna keep things moving along though. Uh, so yep, immediately after I grabbed. Uh, uh, Ridley and Shark, uh, we had Zach Gertz grabbed, then uh, Robert Woods, Cream Hunt. We're, 
We're going to see who starts taking the Seattle wide receivers because now we got, oh, I think Lockett just went. <laughs> yep, the Lockett. Uh, Lockett and DK. Uh, uh, Lockett just went. Uh, so now we got DK Metcalf, uh, the Cortland Suttons of the world. Uh, we're going to start seeing. Uh, I just, man, the, the Yahoo valuation of Tyler Higby is just wrong. I'm sorry. I just can't get over how much I disagree with that Tyler Higby valuation on Yahoo. It, it's it's just wrong. <laughs> I just can't get over Tyler Higby's value. It's just wrong. All right, so Lockett, yeah, Lockett and Metcalf go back to back. I, I, <laughs> I was just talking about the Seattle wide receivers, uh, but I don't like Metcalf going ahead of Keenan Allen, who went next. Dak, no problems with taking Dak, um, it, uh, at that point in the draft, uh, no problems at all with Dak. And Sutton, Higby, man, I, you know, I just can't get over how high Higby is ranked on Yahoo. It, it, he should be ranked in the 70s. He's ranked in the 50s and 60s. And people are just reaching on him on tight end. I, I I don't see the line, uh, the Rams offense gravitating towards Tyler Higby. I just think that's a miss. I just think that's a misranking, and uh, people are getting caught up with that on Yahoo. Uh, that's just the way I kind of feel about it. it. You know, I can't, I can't go one way or the other about it. But uh, you know, uh, you know, as we kind of go through uh, some of these other picks after Dak, we had DeAndre Swift, uh, uh, running back for Detroit, Courtney Sutton. The Higby pick, I can't get over that one. Um, Stefan Diggs, still high, but not the Josh Allen pick. I hate, can't like Josh Allen, Tyler Higby, like those are those are those are picks. Uh, not it wasn't by the same team, but man, I just don't like uh, uh, where those guys are ranked. Uh, Jordan Howard, Devontae Parker, Deshaun Watson. Um, okay, we're, we're getting a QB run, um, and I got. I'm seeing I'm seeing if I can uh, start uh eyeing up uh, JK Dobbins and uh and some uh 
Zach Moss uh, action here. But uh, definitely want uh, some J.K. Dobbins exposure if I can get there. Um, it might end up with Darren Waller again, too, uh, as a tight end. Uh, depending on how uh, some of the valuations go. Uh, it definitely depends. Oh, uh, Waller just got taken. I think Waller got taken. Oh, nope, he didn't. Uh, so Gallup, Kyler Murray, Tyler Boyd. Um, two more picks. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking more towards, uh, uh, probably doing a combo with, uh, 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 Devin Singletary and JK Dobbins. I feel as though J.K. Dobbins is still my my play here. I, you know, again, this is more of a conviction play. I could go Waller and not have any reservations about it, but I'm probably going to play with uh, J.K. Dobbins here uh, just because I don't see him lasting getting back to me. That's just me. I could be wrong, but I don't see J.K. Dobbins lasting long enough to get back to me. Knowing some of the uh, guys that I'm going to be competing against, I don't see J.K. Dobbins lasting 20 picks. So... That's where I kind of looked at it. I could have taken Waller, would have had no issues with that pick, but, uh, you know, just sizing it up. uh, And again, this is where you're starting to evaluate different drafts of how you feel about certain players, uh, players you want to get exposure to, players you want to get less, uh, not as concentrated exposure. So you got got to start, um, you have to uh, start making more of your stance in that fashion. So, yeah, is is it a great spot where I pick to start off the seventh round with uh, J.K. Dobbins? Not necessarily. You, you can't, you, it, it's one of those where, like, you kind of need the value to hit there and with the anticipation that uh, you're not going to get the same value as uh, as Mark Ingram uh, paying off. Um, but, uh, you know, again, it's... Uh, it's a standpoint where I can see scenarios where uh, Dobbins uh, starts paying off for me in the back half of the season, and I want to have that RB1 exposure. And there's only, you know, there's only a couple of guys that can truly get there um, from a valuation standpoint. And, uh, you know, we already got Fournette taken off, uh, taken off the board uh, far earlier in in uh in drafts on the back end uh um you know 
of how uh, uh, the picks went down. So, uh, you know, again, it depends, uh, you know, on certain certain scenarios of how it, it plays out. Uh, you know, uh, Fournette went, you know, uh, towards the end in similar spots. But, you know, again, Fournette was there, probably would have taken him. Um, but uh, at that point, you know, you got to, uh, uh, you know, Fournette probably was still a little bit too early. I, you know, again, I could have done, I could have done Fournette, but I, I do like, I do like Dobbins, and he was already taken off in the other uh, draft uh, beforehand. So, uh, you know, you, you kind of have to marry the good with the bad uh, uh, when he gets taken uh, a bit before. So then, where you were expecting. So after that, you got Matt Ryan, uh, Will Fuller. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Jared Cook, AJ Green, uh, Fournette, uh, you get Waller taken off the board. Zach Moss uh, picked up. Uh, Zach Moss is one of those interesting candidates because uh, you know you hear a lot of talk about uh, the worry over Devin Singletary, whom I drafted, uh, getting uh, carries taken away uh, by Zach Moss. You know, yeah, they're looking Moss for the being the power back, but. You know, if Devin Singletary shows any kind of breakout, uh, you know, more breakout uh, development as a running back, Zach Moss is not going to be as much of a factor. So I'm not as worried about the Zach Moss factor as other folks are saying. You know, if uh, Devin Singletary doesn't develop as a running back, yeah, that's something to be more concerned about. Um, But uh, it's not necessarily a case of, most teams are going towards that two running back mold anyway. Um, but, uh, you know, if uh, Singletary shows a little bit more on the back end with uh, uh, breakout speed and whatnot, uh, you know, you can start getting a little bit more excited about his uh, prospects as a whole. So um, after that, uh, Breida got taken off the board. Deontay Johnson, uh, definitely liking that pick. Emmanuel Sanders. All right. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, getting... Uh, some uh, some good... Yeah, so now we're getting a little bit of, of a QB run. So uh, to start off the eighth round, James White, Sanders, Carson Wentz, uh, Breeze, Marvin Jones, uh, grabbed Edelman. Um, so now I'm starting to look at this as, you know, we're heading into uh, close to the 100th pick. Uh, definitely got uh, some skill position players. Now I can start actually looking at a Brandon Cooks because uh, now Cooks is uh, falling a little bit too far behind overall. 
uh, of where he probably should be at. Uh, where I could take a stronger look at Cooks uh, as a wideout. Uh, you know, obviously you're not looking at it from the, it's like a wide receiver three range. Um, okay, Gibson uh, is taken off the board. But yeah, I can I can look at it uh, from the standpoint of I can get a Hayden Hurst and I can make my decision on whether I want Cooks or Christian Kirk uh, to start rounding out uh, because they're really neck and neck uh, with each other. I might still take Kirk anyway um, uh, just from where I like uh, some of these uh, uh, players. But, uh, you know, let's see. Uh, we're going to take... Uh, and then I'm probably, uh, because both players are going to be drafted around. We're going to see. Uh, you know, I like uh, Kirk. I've already had Kirk in a couple of drafts, so um, I haven't gotten exposure to Cooks yet. Um, the wide receiver situation in Houston isn't the best, but I'm curious to see who's going to get the lion's share of targets from uh, Deshaun Watson uh, with uh, DeAndre Hopkins gone. Uh, we're, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna start, uh, gauging, um, some of these, uh, picks further, uh, out, but, uh, um, you know, gonna be looking, gonna be looking at a couple of these guys, uh, a little bit closer, uh, moving forward though. So now this is where I'm going to be start, uh, eyeing up, uh, guys like Gasicki, Tevin Coleman. I'm going to be starting to get a little bit more value uh, on these picks. Anthony Miller, Kirk, uh, you know, I I can definitely see. Uh, uh, so after that, we have Philip Lindsay go off the board for Denver. And I don't like, it's not that I don't like Philip Lindsay. I just think that Melvin Gordon is such a good fit in Denver. You you need you need to bank on Melvin Gordon's injury history to have uh, Philip Lindsay pay off. I don't think Philip Lindsay on his own can beat out Melvin Gordon. That's just me. Now, knowing that Philip Lindsay always walks around with a chip on his shoulder, could he beat out Melvin Gordon later on the season as Melvin gets injured? Yeah, certainly. Um, that that can definitely uh, play a role in uh, in changing the thought process there, but. Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, Philip Lindsay, uh, we got uh, Big Ben going, C.D. Lamb, John Brown, uh, Tevin Coleman grabbed. Ah, uh, would have been nice to have Tevin Coleman around, but uh, uh, you know, it's not. It's not the end of the world. Uh, but uh, you you liked seeing running backs with a pathway of getting uh, a little bit more traction. Uh, in their respective offenses, so um, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll uh, keep uh, we'll keep uh, uh, an eye out, uh, but uh, uh, definitely seeing um, where uh, some some of these uh, value plays can uh, start uh, uh, panning uh, panning out. Uh, so to speak, man. Uh, as uh, as things are going along, looking at the NBA game, uh, uh, Miami and the Bucks at eighty-seven, eighty. Like, 
Miami really did not step on the throat of the Bucks, so that that's still that game is still way closer than uh, it has any right to be, uh, with the Bucks playing without uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo um, being injured. But uh, you know, uh, uh, the Bucks, uh, uh, Bucks are uh, trying to make a go of it. But uh, you know, everyone was pretty much expecting the elimination uh, here, so uh, kind of go from there. But, uh, all right, so after Tevin Coleman off the board, we got Miko Hardman, Marlon Mack, Christian Kirk. All right. Interesting, um, interesting plays. Because, uh, uh, you know, so far in this draft, we we have gotten every team outside of yours truly, uh, has made it a selection of QB. I'm perfectly fine waiting it out further. Uh, that's uh, that's just always uh, been my modus operandi. Um, so I'm good with uh, sitting back a little bit further on making a move, uh, move at QB. Uh, mainly because I'm, I'm looking at the QBs I still got available to me uh, and not exactly worried about uh, not having a quality of depth at the position. So. Um, all right, Golden Tate uh, taken off the board along with Christian Kirk. Uh, got Gronk, some Debo Samuel. Got a defense selected already with the temp, temp round. I don't, guys, kill me here with these defensive selections, but uh, uh, it's still too early. Um, Tariq Cohen grabbed, uh, Anthony Miller, Pittsburgh, and these defenses are being grabbed. Uh, in the early rounds, I don't get it, but I will take it. I will certainly take it. I will certainly take it because it gives me more opportunity to get some value earlier in these drafts. So not nearly worried about, uh, as worried about, uh, where some of these uh, uh, positions are uh, headed at the moment. Uh, but, uh, Yeah, I may even look at uh, go and grab uh, uh, get uh, getting Sony uh, uh, Sony Michelle and uh, taking a chance on Boston Scott in the event Miles Sanders gets hurt. You know, again, you never know with some of these players, so it's not the craziest thing in the world uh, to start uh, aligning your thinking in what if scenarios as you're. Uh, drafting guy, so yeah, I, I can see myself uh, uh, gravitating towards uh, doing a a Boston Cots uh, Sony Michelle situation, and 
Actually, as I'm looking at some of these other drafts, did, did Chris Thompson get selected? Oh, Chris Thompson did get selected. Uh, okay, I, I I missed that later on in the draft. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, you you got a uh, potential for Chris Thompson. You know, there's value in uh, later on in these drafts that uh, can easily get overlooked. So, um, Latavius Murray grabbed, uh, Henry Ruggs grabbed. All right. All right, so, ooh, Chase Edmonds grabbed. Okay, so here's where I'm kind of looking at it. If I go Preston Williams and Boston Scott, and I could probably wait it out to see if Sony Michel goes, but, yeah. All right, let's do, let's do a Preston Williams draft, and then I'm going to go follow it up with uh, Boston Scott. Now we're starting to see some uh, second QBs get taken. So Matthew Stafford goes off the board. Um, but yeah, feeling uh, feeling good in terms of uh, uh, where this is headed because I can still grab a couple more running backs. Uh, you know, I like uh, I like Sonny Michelle. I like Chris Thompson. Um, I could definitely. Uh, play Madison uh as well no no qualms about uh some of those picks so uh again it depends on what you want to do uh uh overall but um yeah i mean Uh, yeah, cause, uh, yeah, Chris Thompson, yeah, before I made the Mike Williams pick, that's what happened. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm overseeing the other draft as well, uh, just to see if there was anything I could have missed out on from a valuation standpoint, but overall felt really good about the draft, um, graded out uh, pretty well from an efficiency standpoint, uh,
Yeah, so Sony Michelle got grabbed. <laughs> uh, got folks feeling good about that. Hey, you get Sony Michelle later on uh, in that 12th round. I mean, Damian Harris starting on IR. I, I mean, you know, folks think that Sony Michelle's done. I, you know, we've kind of been through this story before. We we know the Patriots running back situation is always uh, haphazard to say the least, but, uh, you know, it's not the craziest thing in the world um, uh, to see uh, certain things go down. So, again, the Boston Scott situation, you know, I kind of like him overall. Uh, you know, we'll see uh, how uh, some of those uh, picks uh, uh, transpire, but, uh, you know, as it stands, uh Feeling pretty good overall as to what uh, I'd be looking to do on uh, uh, some of these uh, uh, some of these uh, picks, but um, So, who do we have already? Mike Williams, Denver defense, Darrell Henderson, Lazar, James Washington. Ah, Gesicki already taken off the board. All right. Um, Yeah, so here's where I'm looking at it. It's like I kind of look at it from going, if I can – if I can roll this back and get both Madison and Chris Thompson uh, on the back end, I've done my job. And even some some folks would prefer Raquel uh, Armstead. Uh, you know, you know, Armstead might take a while. Uh, there's not an exact uh, pathway uh, on there. Um, so now we're starting to see more teams uh, uh, get a little bit more into the QBs. I'm perfectly fine waiting it out at QB a bit further and punting it. You know, I don't go crazy over QBs. Uh, uh, you know, I I think you can get uh, more than adequate value uh, with uh, some of the uh, QBs. Uh, in the later rounds, especially this year, because with Aaron Rodgers falling this far, um, you know, we can, uh, uh, we can, we can debate if, uh, if some of these, uh, QB valuations make a ton of sense, but, uh, I, you know, I look at it from the standpoint of, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, uh, should be grabbed by now. Um, hopefully he's not grabbed, but, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how, uh, this, uh, pans out, but, uh, uh, so Justin Jefferson, Daniel Jones, uh, New Orleans defense, Duke Johnson, Blake Jarwin at tight end, New England defense. Wait, are we getting... Okay. Uh, I, I thought we had our second defense selected. And I was about... 
was about to question certain things, but uh, uh, we'll see. Two more picks. Let's see if this will. We'll see how this land. We'll see how this lands. We will see how this lands. Uh, Darrell Williams selected. Uh, Chris Herndon selected. All right, so, yeah, we're going to take Aaron Rodgers and pretty much settled on taking uh, uh, Madison. Yep, that worked out perfectly. Uh, so, an auto pick selection took another three tight ends. Oh God, I auto pick. <laughs> it's like, come on, auto pick. Do better, auto pick. <laughs> it helps me, but you know, for the guy that's stuck with auto pick, I, I you know, I, I lament, uh, I lament uh, your predicament, but uh, you shouldn't have been on auto pick. <laughs> uh, no offense, you know. At that point, yeah, perfectly fine with uh, uh, the no offense. I already talked about uh, my thoughts on no offense already. That you know, it may be a bit uh, uh, more pushed in terms of uh, of how it uh, works out from a draft pick standpoint. But uh, I'm not necessarily going to begrudge a, a selection. Um, uh, on his behalf, but All right, so uh, we had, uh, yeah, after no offense, we had Jalen Rager go, you know, boom bust type of pick. Uh, Adrian Peterson, you know, kicked the tires there, nothing wrong there. Uh, the Raquel Armstead uh, uh, train still keeps going. Um, crowded backfield in uh, Jacksonville. I'd rather take Chris Thompson. 
Um, but you know, I, I get it. Uh, Roddy Anderson goes in the uh, seventh pick in the 13th round, followed by Chris Thompson. You know, nice grab. Uh, Dallas Goddard, Curtis Samuel, Larry Fitz, Janu, uh, Janu Smith, a tight end for uh, Tennessee, rounds out the 13th round. 14th round bit begins with uh, Joe Burrow picked. Yeah, it's a Benny Snell selection. Ooh, we're, we're starting to kick uh, the tires on some of these backup running backs now pretty hard. Uh, uh, Carlos Hyde. Yeah, Damian Harris. Damian Harris should go ahead of uh, Hyde and Snell um, from the way I would position things. But, uh, you know, again, uh, it, it, you know, it, it can it can vary to, depending on how folks are kind of looking at these uh, – at these picks, but, um, uh, you know, depends. It depends. I mean, I, I would even kick the tires on a Jerrica McKinnon before I, uh, I go down the, uh, Carl's Hyde train, unless it's a, a best ball situation, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, we shall see. Uh, Mayuk. Uh Tony Pollard. Uh there we go. Um Steven Sims. You know. Got more picks. Not necessarily feeling uh the need to go down the Jared Goff hole. Uh you know, projections are saying a pair golf with but I'd rather have uh I'd rather have a couple of other players instead. Uh truth be told. Wanna see Aim Hines. Uh all right, so Let's see. I'm probably going to end up doing Baker. Yeah, if I do Baker and then follow it up with uh, a Jack Doyle pick, probably makes more sense in terms of how I want to position this. Um, but uh, we're going to rotate it out. And I'm probably going to end up, yeah, I'm probably looking at a, a Jack Doyle selection here. Because, you know, at that point, I can look at a Jarek McKinnon and see if how healthy he is um, on the back end. So I'm not exactly going to go crazy over, um, you know, again, could I go Jarek McKinnon? You know, Jarek McKinnon's going on drafts at a bunch of leagues. So it depends on certain factors of how I, I could have attacked it a little bit differently. Um, this draft uh not as much love as uh, the other draft but you know again depending on 
you know, some of the value plays, uh, you know, I definitely got uh, uh, value uh, in the lineup. Uh, well, more, it's not nearly as safe as uh, what I was able to get in the first draft because, you know, you could have Singletary not work out. You could have Dobbins not work out. Um, so you you have more aspects of, of uh, players not working out. Boston Scott could end up uh, not working out. You could have Dalvin Cook being perfectly fine with the holdout with no issues whatsoever. Um, you know, there were different ways where this uh, uh, can end up uh, shaking out uh, overall. So, uh, you know, as it stands, uh, that kind of wraps up uh, uh, the way uh, both drafts went. I'm going to be doing some more drafts tonight. But, you know, at least you guys got a sense of, in a live draft format, what your thought process needs to be at. Because you got you to gotta be flexible. Uh, you know, certain drafts are going to offer you things that other drafts do not. So, like, you're not always going to get the exact same value plays as it works out. And, again, you, you also have to kind of start thinking about your overall exposure. So, again, you know, some players I already got exposure to, so I'm not necessarily going to double down uh, or triple down, if you will, well, at this point, I'd be quadrupling down with how many drafts I have. But you get where I'm coming from. Uh, you know, depending on how uh, certain drafts are going, you know, if you're only playing certain uh, certain leagues, then, yeah, you go and stick with the valuations all the way through and through. But if you're playing multiple drafts, you got to start thinking about differentiating your exposure and finding where you're going to balance out your roster and getting uh, a proper synergy. So making sure you don't end up with too many bye week players that could end, end up uh, leaving you a, a high and dry in certain aspects of your, um, uh, of, of your, uh, uh, of your overall uh, flow in terms of uh, scoring week to week. So again, it's, it's going to vary by uh, uh, drafts, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, as you kind of work your way through, uh, you're going to kind of get a sense of, you know, how each uh, each draft is going and uh, kind of sort it out from there. But, uh, you know, again, very, uh, very uh, differing ways of uh, how uh, you can um, differentiate uh, uh each draft and um, kind of go going about it from there. But uh, that's all for the show uh, uh, tonight. Uh, thanks again for listening and, uh, you know, uh, stay tuned because we're going to, we're going to keep going because uh, we got uh, NFL picks to get, kind of get through this week. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, any final thoughts on uh, how the drafting went ahead of uh, Thursday night. So uh, thanks again for listening. And uh, that's all for now. Later. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets.